Hi, welcome to another episode of the Husky Talk podcast. We would like to start off by expressing our condolences to the family and friends of Hobo Jim. Hobo Jim passed away October 5th, 2021. Hobo Jim was as an American folk singer. He is famously known for his song, the Iditarod Trail song. Check out our episode with Hobo Jim, season 2, episode 1. Today on our show, we have an amazing guest. He has finished the Iditarod twice and has been the official artist of the Iditarod since 1979. He will be sharing some great stories with us about the Iditarod today. Please welcome to the show, John Van Zyl. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Hi, John. Oh, hi, John. I'm Ethan. <laughs> I'm Juliana. I'm Jill. Hi, Juliana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you say Juliana? Yep. Okay, thanks. How are you? Good. Ah. Okay. With this being the 50th anniversary of the Iditarod, we are going to start off with a little Iditarod trivia. Okay. First off, who founded the Iditarod? Well, there's actually quite a few people, but the main one that basically gets most of the credit is uh, Joe Reddington, Sr. Mm-hmm. Good job. Who won the very first Iditarod? Who won? The very first Iditarod. Dick Willowmark. Mm-hmm. He was from Red Devil. Mm-hmm. Who was the first female Iditarod champion? Ready? Yep. What was the closest finish? Oh, Mackie, Big Mackie, and Swenson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you talk to the old man who's been involved with the Iditarod since the active since it even began, so I know most of these questions. <laughs> who was the oldest person to ever finish the Iditarod? I have no idea, but I'm guessing it would be Vaughn. Yeah. Yep. You got five out of five correct. Oh, good. Turn to A? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so let's... Today I never got in school. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off by learning a little bit about you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I'm almost 80. Um, been in Alaska for over 50 years. Uh, do about 80 to 70 to 80 originals a year for galleries in the U.S. and Europe. We do a lot of uh, licensing to various, you know, national, international companies for their for their products. So they, you know, they. They take my stuff and make them into whatever products that they're doing. Um, Donna is my wife. We both. She had dogs for 20 years before she met me. And so that's probably uh, 60 years ago. Uh, I basically had dogs all my life. My mom had kennels when I was a kid. But we've both been involved with dogs all of our lives, mostly. Um, uh, working sled dogs. 
Um, since it's the 50, 50th anniversary this year of the Iditarod, we are having our guests share stories with us. So can you start off by telling us the story of your time as an Iditarod musher? Yeah. Um, well, I only ran two times in 
just happened to be one of the lucky ones they showed up and talked to me about. This is kind of neat. Uh, I don't know. What, ins what inspired you to race the idea to ride? Well, time early, you know, when I was doing it, it was brand new. I mean, you know, very, very few people knew about it. It was uh, just enough trip to do. And we used to, you know, a lot of us in the early years, we had taken, you know, we've been working with dogs and whatever, and had taken long camping trips. And it was just a way to another camping trip. A little bit longer, maybe, than you know what we've been doing before, but it was just another way of, of having a good time and proving your dogs and proving yourself. And just a fun time, fun thing to do. And it used to take us, you know, 25 and 30 days to, to finish it back then. And now everything is so much faster and so much easier, and they've got it down to eight, nine days now. Everything about the rest has changed. You have been the official artist of the Iditarod since 1979. Tell us the story of your role as the official artist. Tell me the story of what? Uh, tell us the story of your role as the official artist. From how I became that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, in 76, uh, when I came back from the race, I did a series of 20 paintings about my experiences and had, a, <clears throat> had an exhibition. Um, and at that time, very, 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 very few people knew anything about I did around. I mean, it was just another, you know, just a small thing that was happening. Um, and the Iditarod committee really had absolutely no money to continue the race you know, for the next year or any, you know, any other time. And so I went and I talked to the Iditarod committee, which at that time was two people, three people actually, three, three people. And my idea was to make a poster and have that distributed through some of my galleries outside, you know, in, in the United States, to um, advertise the race. And they approved the idea, and I borrowed money to produce it. And it was very, very successful. And then the next year, they came back and asked me to do it again. That's kind of the story of how I became their artist. So that culture started in 1977, and uh, I became their official artist in 79. Have you won any awards for your work? Lots of them. From books to merchandise to galleries to, you know, lots, lots.
What inspired you to become an artist? Yeah, probably two things. My mother, who wasn't a good artist, but you know, she was a single mom, and women in the 40s did not do art. I mean, they did, but, you know, it wasn't a, a, a thing that women pursued. Um, and, you know, times changed, thankfully, but she was a good artist, and so... And we also had a dog kennel. And so I basically knew from the time I was just a young kid that I was either going to be a vet or a veterinarian because of, you know, having the dogs and, and knowing how to do some of that from a veterinarian care. Or I was going to become an artist. And I got out of high school and... and I found out I didn't do math very well, <laughs> or at all, and uh, took the easy way out and became an artist. And when you're a vet, you need to have math and calculus, chemistry, and all that. So I've been, I've known I've been an artist, I've been an artist for uh, forever. And that's all I've done for the last 50 some odd years. You now work on some projects with Jeff Schultz. Tell us about these. Uh, well, Jeff is the, uh, was the, is, I guess he's still the official. I did around the uh, And we've known each other for a long time. And Jeff's son uh, fell a hundred feet. He was a fireman. He fell a hundred feet and hit the ground, and basically, uh, you know, was in real bad shape. And I collaborated with Jeff to do a print um, where he, you know, he gave me one of his photographs, and I painted on that photograph and kind of changed it to uh, become a collaboration kind of a project. And it did very, very well. Sold out very quickly. And so that kind of led to other projects. And one day we decided to do a, a book together um, where the book is written by my wife, Jana, and Jeff's wife, Joan. And in the book, uh, or a bunch of photographs from Jeff and a bunch of paintings from my, from me and then a few pages, paintings are a few of the uh, photographs some of the images in the book are a collaboration where I got a, a photograph from Jeff and then I painted on it and changed you know the general idea of it um, it's very successful. Uh, we decided to have it published and published, you know, had it published and it's done very, very well. In fact, we're thinking about building another one. Not not of the same idea, a whole different, you know, much, much, much different idea. Um, so, but we'll, 
We are also talking to Jeff next week. Oh, good. Good. Talk to us about how you feel about being inducted into the Iditarod Hall of Fame. That's nice. It's a good idea. In fact, I'm proud of it. Um, you know, I guess it means something to, you know, be recognized. I don't, I don't do things for quote-unquote recognition. I do things because, number one, it's what I do. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a painter, and that's all I do. Um, and I'm very fortunate that people recognize that and, you know, honor that. And I'm, I'm very happy that I did a rod, you know, put me in the Hall of Fame. It's a nice honor. Our final segment of the show is the segment we are bringing back from our first season. It is called Mount, Mushroom Mount Rushmore. If you had to replace the presidents on Mount Rushmore with the faces of the Iditarod, who would they be? You could pick anyone that has anything to do with the Iditarod. I think somebody asked me that question not too long ago. Um, and I well, obviously, Rick Swenson, I think, would be there. Up until the last year, he was the only five-time champ, champion. One heck of a dog musher. Um, so Rick would be there, Rick Swenson. Um, I think probably Joe Reddington would be there, primarily because who he was. You know, the, basically the, the man behind part of the race. Uh, Libby might be there because of her first time, you know, the, uh, the lady winning the race the first time. Um, I think Carl Huntington would be there too. Carl, not too many people know about Carl, but uh, he was a, a Native Indian guy from um, uh, Koyakut village, Koyakut, up on the Yukon. And it won the Fertile Rendezvous the same year that he won the Iditarod race. Um, very, very influential dog through the years. I think Carl would be there. Um, obviously, probably. Uh, Emmett Peters, another native musher from Ruby. I don't know about any of the newer mushers. I, you know, I, I follow the race obviously, but I'm not involved personally like I have been for the first, you know, 30, 40 years. Um, so I don't know that much about some of the younger guys. I know who won, you know, some of the stories, and I know some of them. Uh, Martin might be there, Martin Loser. Nice, nice, nice guy. I knew Martin when he first came to Alaska. Um, nice, nice, yeah, nice man. Very nice man. Good, very, very, very good dog man. Um, I don't know, that's about it, I guess. I, you know, I can't think of quickly of anybody else that 
I would think that it is be deserving. Thank you so much for talking with us today, John. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks. Thank you, John. Um, Special thanks to John Van Zyl for being on our show today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or people you would like to hear on our show, please email us at, hus- at huskytalk1 at gmail.com. If we hear from you or you leave a review, we will read it on the show. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for our intro song, the Iditarod Trail song, and our outro song, Riding In the Land of the Midnight Sun. They call this race the Iditarod Trail. To me, it's Reddington's Run. In my heart, it's Reddington's Run.